The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Bart. Happy Mardi Gras. It's Fat Tuesday, the day before Lent begins. And 35 degrees in Jackson, we have a winter storm watch in effect. Can you explain that to me? Because yes. I'm, I'm having a hard time. It's very windy out right now. Yes. We are expecting, um, it's in effect from Wednesday afternoon through Thursday morning, heavy mixed precipitation possible total snow accumulations of up to one inch and ice accumulations of around three-tenths of an inch are possible. Winds could gust as high as 45 miles an hour. The Weather Service is calling this a very impactful winter storm. It's really a coast-to-coast -coast mm -hmm. winter storm. Yeah, the anticipation of black ice, which, uh, you know, you can't see the ice on the road. It's very dangerous, so please be careful if you're traveling. Yeah, and the greatest fear is uh, power outages from uh, ice accumulation. But <coughs> up north, they could be getting um, a foot and a half of snow. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Crazy. So that will be tomorrow. Crazy. So we'll know more as we get closer to that. Did uh, you enjoy your long weekend? Well, you see, um, you had the long weekend. I didn't. Really? Yeah, we had a show yesterday. Oh, really? In the afternoon. Well, yeah. I was sick, as you know. Well, yeah. So, but I was still here yesterday. Mm -hmm. Some people were not. Well, we've asked people not to come to work when they're sick, so thanks for that, too. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, while you were here, so were uh, most students at Michigan State University that returned to classes one week after that tragedy. And according to uh, various reports, um, there were some empty seats. Some students have um, not returned, and some professors had uh, donuts and made a really nice, uh, comforting welcome back as everyone tries to return to normalcy. The university has told students they can take any of their classes, credit, no credit, for the remainder of the uh -huh. semester. <clears throat> so. Yeah, I'm not sure what's right in this situation. Uh, this happens at a high school, and obviously, uh, more time is more time is required. Um, so it's interesting. A week back, it feels soon to me. I mean, we were talking before the show. You know, if we're not, if we weren't there, if we didn't have family there, we move on. You know, how are the, but these people? How are you supposed to move on so quickly from that? It's yeah, tough. This is the Capitol on yesterday. Uh, University, or Michigan State University students uh, were uh, demanding change from politicians and protesting uh, MSU's return to class. That's David Hogg. He is a national gun control advocate and a survivor of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting in Florida. He was one of the speakers that came to the Capitol yesterday afternoon. Some students are saying the return to, to classes is too soon. It feels soon to me, but mm -hmm. again, you know, there's no blueprint for this. I think 
<clears throat> what you can hope is that these messages reach uh, some of these troubled people that are considering doing some crazy things like this. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just, uh, it's like, like we talk about, it's a, a uniquely American problem and uh, one that happens all the time. So yeah, not sure what the, I, I'm very surprised, uh, you know, of course, if your, if your student doesn't go back this semester, you know, could, could you blame them no. at all? Of course not. Um, maybe they don't want to go to that school anymore at all. Um, I'm sure there's some people that won't want to go back to that campus ever again, and that's unfortunate, but that's the reality, so. Yeah, and that has been the case at every uh -huh. um, school shooting. And unfortunately, uh, today, Northwest Schools canceled school for today because um, some, someone wrote uh, a threat. Yeah, someone on, wrote a threat. On a, on a, on a bathroom wall. Uh, the school's uh, investigating and um, hopeful to uh, identify the person responsible, but out of an abundance for caution, no school for Northwest today. I can't believe um, the stupidity of some people. Oh, it's, you know, uh, attention seeking. People want to get out of class, don't want to go to school. There are people that are that are troubled, obviously, but, uh, you know, it affects the entire community, obviously, as uh, as you see daily, so. A yeah. 20-year uh, felony in the state of Michigan for uh, pulling a stunt like that. Well, let's hope that uh, whoever uh, pulled that stunt like that gets themselves a 20-year felony, and then we can make a documentary about why you shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Ukraine war's been going on for a year. One year. Is that crazy? It's what crazy. isn't crazy? Well, it's, what's crazy is President Biden went Oh my God, I know. the capital of, and this is the first time in American history that a U.S. president has visited a war zone that's not either under uh, American control or able to be protected by uh, American air uh, power. He rode on a train for 10 hours. So the whole thing seems crazy when you, when you hear the story about how they were able to get him in there. Um, I don't understand the risk, if you ask me, but it seems crazy, right? Big risk. Very risky is... Uh, it sounds like the U.S. is maybe losing interest in this war as well. I mean, how much longer can the United States continue to to provide aid to this country? So, it, uh, it's, As Biden said yesterday, to the end. Yeah, well, to we'll see. End. I mean, that's a... What, what is the end, you know? No one, no one really knows, um, and Russia is not, not no. going anywhere for sure. No. So, we are close to March, which is good news for well, you. Unless you're a Michigan or Michigan State fan, <laughs> well, they're both uh, iffy, I know. iffy on the tournament. I know, and the the, the game uh, that was played on Saturday, I think it was more about you know the Michigan State families and and people that lost their lives than it was about the basketball game. Um, very, very tough situation. Michigan State uh, basketball team and coach Tom Izzo, I thought they, they did a wonderful job under those difficult mm -hmm. circumstances. But you're right, it is not looking very good for uh, the Wolverines for sure. Um, and then the Spartans, we shall see. But it's still March. Yeah, there's still games left and things could happen. Yeah. Uh, look at North Carolina. Yeah. Ouch. I don't think we talk about enough, Brandon, that Louisville, one of the powerhouses in the country, are 4-23 and 23 on the year. Unreal. It must be the worst season ever. What's going on? Yeah. 
I don't know. Everything uh, changes. That's why they play the games. That's why they play the games. Interesting uh, game you might want to check out uh, Wednesday night. The Jackson College Jets, men's and women's, are uh, playing Mott Community College, and the Lady Jets are 21 and 2. They're legit. Yeah. Very legit. Very good. So that game is at 5.30 at Field Fieldhouse on Central Campus at JC, and the men's play at 7.30. So come on out and uh, support the Jets. Next month is a big spring break month where families travel with other families down to Florida to spend a week of relaxation. I enjoy that so much that I don't do that. Right. I don't. I, I enjoy the Facebook pictures and all that. Uh, the Dowleys went down with the Hollies and the Bakers and they hung out at Daytona Beach. We and no, that's... No, I'm just oh, as example. Theoretically. Yeah, theoretically. So. Yeah, I, I know there are a lot of families in Jackson. They all go to the same place in Florida oh, and they spend God. time with themselves. I avoid those places. <laughs> I, yeah, no, it's not relaxing to me. Yeah, you gotta so, be really, really good friends. Like almost family. Bye. So. Yeah. But yeah, um, no, I, that's, that's just something I'm not interested in ever. But uh, I love the people that do that, for sure. We uh, tried that once, remember? Oh, yeah. We tried that. Yeah. The uh, start of Lent tomorrow. Yes, Ash Wednesday and tomorrow. You chosen what you're giving up for Lent? Every year Andy gives up something. This is going to be a difficult one for me, and I'm sweating starting <laughs> to think about it. But I'm giving up candy. Oh, wow. Yep. I haven't decided yet. I'm giving up candy. Uh, last night, I probably should have given up baked goods because there's a bake sale at my daughter's school today, and they could only bring in, I think you could bring in 16 items. We Word. did uh, Rice Krispie treats with <laughs> Cocoa Pebbles and Fruity Pebbles, and I ate so much of it last night that I'm sweating right now because <laughs> of it. Uh, I heard that you guys were unwrapping and bringing in Nutrigrain bars. Well, that's what we were going to do, but no, we were not do that. But the bake sale, 50 cents a piece, and that's the max price, so, um, and it's a good deal. Oh, but I yeah, see. I had so, do you ever have those? No. Oh, they're Did so good. Did you bring good. any in? No, I ate them all. And then the 16 are at the bake sale. Uh, Major League Baseball starts spring training uh, this Friday, kicking off. Uh, the Tigers are already down in Lakeland, so... Uh, spring training means uh, spring can't be far off, let's hope. Uh, you know, the uh, Michigan uh, Liquor Control Commission has released the uh, bars with the most uh, alcohol sales last year. <laughs> and in the state of Michigan, guess which uh, entity had the most alcohol <clears throat> sales in the whole state of Michigan? Night. <laughs> no. Uh, Little Caesars Arena, mm. but Little Caesars if, Arena. If I were to ask the question, what establishment in Jackson County had the most liquor sales? You would say, was that right? Yes. Yes. Very good. Nights. Well, nights. nights. What was uh, Little Caesars Arena's total sales? Do you have that uh, handy? I probably don't have. A, the, I don't have a handy. Probably in the uh, yeah. hundreds of millions. I do have Jackson County's uh, top ten. Uh, nights is number one. Cool. And then in number two, and Knights, by the way, by more than double number two. Now, does that, you know, Knights has multiple locations, so is that? Knights and Jackson. Okay. 144,000. This is how much they bought from the uh, Oh, liquor bought from the liquor. Commission. And you buy the liquor not from another store. You buy it from the from Liquor State. Control That's Commission. That's why they know. Right. Uh, Knights is number one. Then The Hunt Club, mm. number two. The Chase, number three. Nice. Clavon's, number four. Mm. 
The Country Club, number five. <laughs> number six, Robin's Roost. What? Yeah, the Town Bar. Yes, sir. The Foundry, One North, Applebee's, and then uh, just out of the top ten at number eleven, Bellanote. Applebee's. <laughs> what? Well, you don't want to eat there, so you drink. Wow. Well, uh, Bellanote. <laughs> and then Veritas, number twelve. Unbelievable. Well, that's uh, one of the reasons I love living in Jackson, but I've got another reason, and this one is brought to you by Heather Herndon and the entire Herndon team at Howard Hanna Real Estate Services, and Heather is reminding us why we love living here each week, and this was an easy one. The American One Event Center, located just minutes off 94 and within walking distance from our revitalized downtown, the new American One Event Center is a multi-use facility that offers uniquely designed space, flexible enough for any occasion. There's 30,000 square feet, can be transformed into a cozy environment that is perfect to celebrate the events that create lasting memories. Their knowledgeable and professional staff looks forward to working with you on your next event. You can book your event now by calling 517-788-4320. It's a great event, thanks to Heather Herndon, Great Event Center, excuse great me. Event Center. I was there Saturday for yeah. the uh, Black Excellence Awards. Uh, what a beautiful spot. Yeah, it's, it's, an, it's an amazing, amazing space. I was there for the daddy-daughter dance. You can, I don't know what the capacity is, but it never feels crowded. Well, we'll find out this weekend, the Home and Garden Show. Yes. So, today's show is being brought to you by uh, Midwest Vehicle Group. Midwest Vehicle Group, a quality pre-owned auto dealership at Michigan Center, trusted source for cars, trucks, and SUVs. They managed to maintain a perfect five-star rating on Facebook due to their uh, unique buying experience, honesty, and integrity at Midwest Vehicle Group. You started to talk about the Home and Garden Show. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. We had Mark Snyder on last week. The Home and Garden Show is February 24th to 20th. Sixth, and uh, we have tickets here, so you can just come on in, and we will give you a ticket. It's uh, presented by the HBA and Consumers Energy, and I uh, check out all the great landscape ideas, bathroom ideas, uh, so many ideas, and they have it all right there for you to see, and great local uh, vendors uh, that you can shop from and check out. You can uh, celebrate Mardi Gras tonight at the Michigan Theater Jackson College is presenting Winter Music Celebration. The Jackson College Community Concert Band in the Jazzy Jets will be performing tonight starting at 7 o'clock. Free concert, free popcorn, free <coughs> soda. How about that? That sounds delicious. Everything's free. Come on down tonight at the Michigan Theater. Who's on the show today? We've got a great show. Joining us first will be Sarah Benedetto and Christina Henderson from the Center for Family Health, and we're gonna talk about the school-based health clinics after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to the show. It's time now for the Extreme Dodge Scoreboard, brought to you by our friends over at Extreme. I was talking about those spring break trips to Florida. You should get an oil change 
before you head down with all of those families to Florida. Girls basketball, Bronson over Springport, 47 to 39. It was Columbia, 50, Ida, 37. And then in the Big Eight, Concord beat Union City, 44 to 34. Here's what's coming up on deck for tonight. We've got just boys and girls basketball action tonight. Wow. Boys basketball, a couple uh, important league games, Lumen Christie at Western, Marshall at Northwest, same on the girls' side. Jackson Christian will head to Hillsdale Academy, and then uh, the Jackson Viking girls face the tough Chelsea Bulldogs tonight. Chelsea, uh, one of the top-ranked teams in the state. Uh, Chelsea actually beat Tecumseh by double digits both times, um, so they're a very, very good team. We'll have scores and photos and more later on JTV.TV. Joining us now from the Center for Family Health, Interim CEO and COO, Sarah Benedetto, and Clinic Supervisor, Christina Henderson. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to see you. Nice to see you guys. Big day today it's for a Center big for Family day. Health. Yeah, it's a big day. Today we reopened our Northeast Community Health Center nice. at Northeast Elementary. And um, we've been closed for three years. Wow. Isn't that Almost a, three years since the pandemic. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. So what, uh, what all went into uh, reopening? Well, a lot of work went into staff, yeah. getting re staffing resources, as you know. That's a big, been a big challenge in healthcare especially. So Christina's done a great job getting, getting staff um, hired and on board. And so we have almost all of our spots filled, right? Um, actually, they're fully filled for yeah. all awesome. four health centers. Yeah. We're fully they're all open. Now. Everything's open. Everything so we're is all open. Everything's open. Everything's open. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's Jackson like, High opened last week. Very exciting news. So yeah. what, uh, what are students able to uh, take advantage of now that uh, things are back to normal at those schools they go to? Um, so they are able to come in as if it's any other doctor's okay. office. We see um, actually everybody. So we see primary focus though, or the kids that are in the school. Um, we want to make sure that the access is open to them during the school hours in case they need to come down, walk down. But we also see um, adults as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we see from babies to adults, um, awesome. primary care, acute care, chronic care. We do immunizations, COVID testing, all that stuff that you would normally get at, a, at our downtown facility. Nice. And they don't have to be part of the school. It's just nope. the community. Is Neighborhood. Right. Yep. Style. Yeah, correct. Anyone, anyone is welcome. The, when um, Christina mentioned the focus being on kids and in this school, we, yes. want, we don't turn, if, the, if a student comes down and needs to be seen, we fit them in no matter yeah. what. We're going to make sure that they get the services they need. But yeah, we're open to anyone. Do yeah. uh, parents have to um, have permission on file with the, the center in order for the kids to just wander in? Yes, they do. So we have systems in place. If they came into the health center without one of those, we can do a phone call and talk to the parent over okay. the phone first. Then we follow up with the paperwork. Mm -hmm. How about uh, mental health services, Christina? Mm -hmm. um, open to kids who are just kind of feeling down, really? Absolutely. As simple as that? Absolutely. So we are still currently looking for a uh, therapist mm -hmm. for Northeast, but our other school locations have a therapist on site. Um, they will see walk-downs, walk-ins, um, confidential services are available as well for kids. Uh, and we also have the therapy open to adults as well, the community. That, um, but again, our primary focus is for the kids to be able to come in and get the care that they need, whether yeah. it's mental health, medical, whatever it is. 
Yeah, we, yeah. we think of kids as you know being <coughs> resilient and mm -hmm. made out of plastic, but uh, in reality, they're affected uh, by things that happen in society, like shootings. Yes, yes very much yeah. so. Mm -hmm. And we coordinate with the school, so if there is an incident, we can be part of the crisis team if mm -hmm. there is something that happens within the school. Um, that affects the students, they'll let us know and our, we'll have our therapists mm -hmm. join their staff and yeah, as well. Even, even yeah. the swatting incident uh, mm -hmm. a yes. couple weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The um, pandemic uh, was the reason they were forced to close the school-based uh, health centers. Um, so these reopening uh, creates, uh, brings back a lot of the services that um, people were missing out on. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we know that, I mean, we, when we opened our school health centers initially back in 2005, we did that because we knew that even though we had services for kids mm -hmm. at our primary location, a lot of folks still didn't make it in. It's not convenient. If you're a working parent or mm -hmm. um, struggling with transportation, if, if we take the health care to where the kids are in school, that can be a big um, relief for parents and, and help with that barrier. So. Christina, mm -hmm. uh, are the school-based centers, are they open just within the calendar year or are, these, uh, are they open year-round? Um, so we are open year-round. Okay. So during spring break, during summer break, all that, we are open year-round. Um, we want to make sure that the access, like I said, is available <coughs> to the community and not just um, during the school hours or you know, school year, I should say. So is it still, uh, still flu season? It is, although it hasn't been a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> so flu and COVID, we're still encouraging folks, if you haven't been vaccinated, to do that. And they can get that at our school sites as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, kids, can, kids are able to be treated. I mean, it's just like, mm -hmm. like you say, it's a regular primary yeah. care office. Mm -hmm. um, tell us a little bit about uh, who staffs kind of the location and, and what it's like as a, a kid walking in. Um, so if a child walks in from the school, they're greeted by one of our medical assistants. We normally have two working there. Um, and we get them registered, we check the paperwork, they have a seat, we see the, they see the provider. And um, we send them back to class if, if it's appropriate, of yeah. course. And then uh, we also give the parent a phone call afterwards just to keep them updated. And, uh, what happened during that visit. That's awesome. But, yeah. Yeah. What yeah. a great service for these kids. Mm -hmm. well, for the families, Families, too. Oh, it's yeah. unbelievable. High school, we had a, our high school had an office for the school nurse, but no school nurse. So <laughs> Same. We, yeah. we had a cop. Yeah. yeah. Right, a cop, in case you get a tummy ache. We yeah. just wandered the cop. ourselves to uh, tongue depressors and cotton balls primarily. <laughs> But yeah, I, I would think um, for families, it's got to be just mm -hmm. even, even more reassurance that it is. kids are, are yeah. being taken care of. And we really um, work with the kids so that they can be empowered to start to learn to be responsible for their own health. Mm -hmm. I mean, when obviously when you're talking about a kindergartner, it's a little bit different. But when you get up to the high school mm -hmm. age, we want the kids to be comfortable because by the time you're 18, you, you have to consent for your own care, yeah. right? So. Part of that is helping them feel comfortable, and we also make sure that, you know, do they have a trusted adult they can talk to, who's the supports in their life, all of those things are screened mm -hmm. for so that we can um, make sure that we're helping them in the way that they need them. If a high school student just wants to learn more about their mm -hmm. health, that's something that they can mm -hmm. take yeah. advantage of from, yeah. from one of the clinics. Yeah. yeah. 
They sure can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, two elementary, one high school, one middle school, two middle schools, two middle one school. high school. So do you see different things at different locations? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. Yeah. yeah. A lot of walk downs at the um, older like high school level. Um, but we encourage that. I mean, if you're curious to come on down, if um, we, we just want to be available. So we will see anybody. We yeah. do not like to turn people away. Yeah, and that is uh, for more than 30 years, opening mm -hmm. the door to health care for all and yep, really right. going for where people are. That's yep. uh, awesome. I can't imagine there's another uh, community that has uh, our size with four school-based health centers. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a lot. There mm -hmm. are, yeah, there yes. are some, but not, not many. It's pretty cool. Yeah. A lot Plus of people. Main campus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of people, uh, you know, make decisions on on school for their children based on this, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's an important factor for sure. Nice to see you both. Thank you. Thank well. you. Thanks for having us. Yes, Good thank to be you. here. What are you giving up for lunch, Sarah? You know what? I actually <laughs> was thinking about that. I, I'm doing candy if you want to jump on that You're one. Giving up, well, I did candy last year. I'm sort of thinking, but now it's public. So if I say it, I guess I have to be held to it. I'm sort of thinking about doing that no eating after set a certain time. Oh, I couldn't even possibly no, consider So that. I'm thinking no eating after 7. But if anyone's at night, so if anyone sees my husband, don't tell him That's, because yeah. I don't want him to help hold me accountable. I, I, I could never do anything like I would love to try that. I, I, that's when I start eating. <laughs> yeah, that's my. That's exactly yeah. why I need to give it up. One year I gave up all foods that began with the letter P. Big mistake. Pizza, popcorn, Every, potato oh, chips. Yeah. I've never heard. Of, I didn't even about think about that. it. Yeah. I've never heard of giving up a letter. It's dumb. Mm -mm. Mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. Are you gonna do that? Still I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you pee. Right. No, right. Right. Yeah. Well, great to see you. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Sarah Benedetto and Christina Anderson from the Center for Family Health. More of the morning show uh, coming up. Stay tuned. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Also, the Shamrock oh, Andy, Shuffle. You're on mute. Oh, I am? Yeah. Uh, we are talking about Vermeulen's bringing you our show. And what a big week at Vermeulen's. They've got incredible deals. And they invite you in. They've got designers that can help you redo your home. Maybe it's a room. Maybe it's a corner. They have design experts. They can check out what you have and uh, make some recommendations. And with uh, incredible prices, serving our community for more than three generations. And the Jackson YMCA has the Shamrock Shuffle coming up. A chance to uh, just stay in shape between uh, now and then. That's coming up on St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is actually on a Friday this year, so it's going to be a uh, day of all kinds of activities, and one of those is a chance to just get out and get some fresh air and enjoy, uh, enjoy St. Patrick's Day. Wear green and shuffle on uh, March 17th. I think I'm going to uh, participate in all the downtown festivities and then try that run. That's great. That sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't believe a word. No, it won't happen. Hey, joining us now from the owner from Cherry Creek Cellars, Patrick Spensley. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Thanks for uh, coming in. Um, 
You've been uh, owner of uh, Cherry Creek now for almost five years. Talk yeah, so a little bit about your journey into uh, wine. Yeah, uh, I'm celebrating five years uh, of ownership this month, but I've been out there um, a lot longer than that. Has yeah. started out there in 2011, so it was kind of old hat for me. Made a uh, kind of a natural transition um, into the ownership role after having done a little bit of everything out there, and uh, have have really enjoyed kind of just a a little bit different perspective from yeah. it all. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I know Patrick Sanzans because I've seen him out there with those uh, big, high uh, rubber boot, black boots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's hot out there, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, hot during the summer, cold this time of year. We just started pruning out there. Um, I mean, we've had a, a pretty mild winter, all things considered, yeah. but uh, you stand out in the vineyard for six hours at a time, it still gets a little chilly. How is that? How is this uh, finicky winter been for... Uh, for your harvest. Yeah, it's uh, so harvest last year was a, a really great year. We kind of had a long like uh, Indian Indian summer there mm -hmm. through the fall. Um, so really took advantage of the nice weather and, and got some really nice fruit in. This weather has been uh, a little bit, a uh, little, little sketchy here through the winter um, with, with some warmer than usual temps. We're, we're kind of crossing our fingers that at least the nights still get plenty chilly and kind of mm -hmm. keep the, uh, the buds from coming out too soon. But um, yeah, looking forward to some to some nice vineyard days ahead. Hopefully here. It's really a cool spot. You've yeah. got the uh, old schoolhouse that is the the main building, and then a lot of the things you do are uh, outside. And I've uh, I've dined on your patio, enjoyed music concerts, uh, a lot of events. That yeah, that's um, we are kind of our our motto. Whether it's the the wine and the beverage side of things with the beer and the ciders, or or, or the entertainment is is kind of something for everybody, right? There truly is. Um, an opportunity for everyone to come out there, enjoy themselves, um, find something that that, uh, that they can um, en enjoy while they're there, both uh, or to take home with them. It's, uh, a, it's a highly uh, sought-after event venue. A lot of uh, weddings, uh, a lot of really, you can have any style of event. Wedding is the most popular, at least for me, to attend. Yeah, right? no, yeah. they're so fun there. Josh Brigette's Josh wedding, was there. wedding, and you know what was funny about that is uh, I don't remember. No, it was a hundred. <laughs> it was it was a hundred degrees. That's what I remember. I remember yeah. seeing you and John Burke pull out of the parking lot in some old Mercedes and never That's, to be seen again. That sounds about right too. But yeah, no, we we do. Um, all sorts of events and like you alluded to weddings and yeah. a, a lot of the just even the other events surrounding a wedding is a great opportunity for us to be able to showcase ourselves whether it's the wedding shower right. um, even if you're not going to have the wedding at our location but we can still supply wine for your wedding party um, hey you've got you're busy with the rehearsal dinner and stuff at a different venue but send all your guests that are in town we got live music going every friday night through so the fun. summer so come send them over give them something to do check out the area it's a lot of fun yeah wow. So you have a summer music series. We do. Looking forward to uh, the summer music series again this year. We've got almost all of our uh, our acts and dates all finalized. I think we've got something from Memorial Day through Labor Day weekend. I think we have something like 54 dates of live oh, music out there. Awesome. Um, so yeah, three three to four nights a week of live music at the winery. Um, and as Bart alluded to, we we do have a, a fairly limited indoor space, so we really do try to take advantage yeah. of, of that nice outdoor space watch the sunset over the vineyard and uh and and listen to some music it's a good destination it is it's yeah and and not too far away right, right? either yeah you're 20 minutes down the road from downtown right, um far. yeah pop out for an evening come hang out with us pop off one of the lakes or, or come drive by the lakes and come see us yeah, yeah. The food's great you really have designed the menu to uh be kind of 
kind of like uh, can be small plates, uh, shareables, uh, you know, quite a few. Yeah, more. I mean, as as with a bottle of wine, right? Our, our menus kind of decide or designed um, to throw something down on the table and let everybody enjoy it, right? So you can have charcuterie boards, shareables. Um, during the summer, we feature some sandwiches and salads and that kind of thing, um, a little more substantial, but but a lot of that shareable kind of enjoyable stuff. Have you been in the kitchen? In the kitchen? No, I haven't been in <laughs> the kitchen. It's about as big as this table. No, yeah. One person can fit. Yeah. Really? Uh, they do yeah. a great job. <laughs> Janet, Janet does an absolutely amazing job. Um, she's been there as, as long as I have. Um, started working for the Birches and, and kind of stayed along with me, um, thankfully, because yeah, she's uh, yeah. she's the bread and butter, literally, of everything we do um, on the food side of things, and, and does an amazing job with the menu. Um, and then this time of year, we're we're doing a lot of special events with with her as well. So um, we scale back the size. Um, I know you've mentioned you've been to our big feast in the field during the summer, but this time of year, we do some smaller, more intimate wine dinners, um, and she knocks it out of the park every awesome. time with those as well. So a couple Can things coming up. Uh, Taste the Irish shells, St. Patrick's Day. Saint yeah, Patrick's Day. both coming up here um, within the month or a couple weeks here. Uh, Taste the Irish shells is a really fun one. Um, the Brooklyn Irish Hills Chamber of Commerce um, puts that on every year, and it's kind of a self-driving, self-sampling um, tour around the Irish Hills, um, and we're all featuring different um, little small bites or little appetizers about anything that we, we have to offer normally. Um, and then our St. Paddy's Day celebration, um, we alluded to it kind of opening the segment. It's on a Friday this year, um, <laughs> so we get to really take advantage of it and, and go all out. Um, all kinds of drink specials, green wine, green beer. Nice. We'll have some other fun stuff and, and some special food menus as well. Awesome. Well, we're looking forward to it. Thanks for giving us a list of ideas to uh, entertain ourselves. I Absolutely, yeah. Until the weather breaks and uh, we can start having some fun. Come on out and see us. We'd love to have awesome. you. Awesome. Patrick right. Spensley from Cherry Creek Cellars. More of the morning show right after this. The morning break. show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Today's show is brought to you by the Center for Family Health, and they are inviting you to be a flu fighter this flu season. You can get your flu shot, 517-748-5500, or visit the walk-in clinic. No appointment is necessary. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to health care for all for more than 30 years. You know, Punchki Day, uh, you can get Punchki's at ABC Bakery today. Really? Yeah. So I might have to do I'll that. Swing in, check, check them out. Well, before we do that, let's talk hockey. And with us from Jaha, Nick Schneider and Tyler Griswold. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us again. Yeah, we love to have you guys here because mm -hmm. you guys are giving the community an opportunity to learn how to play hockey for free. And uh, we've been doing this quite a while now, and uh, it's working. It, it, it is. is. It is working. Um, this season, we are up 22% in our numbers from last year from the year before um we were able to have a girls team this year they just competed at their second um jamboree um up in traverse city uh we we took uh six teams i believe this weekend up there and they all did phenomenal it was a great yeah. experience um and most of them have all gone through try hockey for free um to get to this point so here's some pictures of the different teams that were up there it's funny um, watching these kids when they start go from not even be able to walk onto the ice. There's James. And then this yep. group wins six games. <coughs> yep. And yep. Uh, 
you know, what are they, seven, eight years old? How old are they? Uh, those kids, most of them are eight in that eight. in that photo. Oh, okay. I think there's a couple seven-year-olds in there. Uh, this team is all seven-year-olds. Uh, they went three and three. Is and that the enforcer, Dustin Thomas? There, that, that, that is, that is, that is. Now, so, if we see any of your kids in these uh, yeah. pictures, make yeah. sure yeah. you point so them out. Mine's yeah. the girl all the way on the end. My son was in the last photo with me. So that's my daughter all the way to the with the yellow stick there on the, by the trash can. Um, yeah, those, the girls did great. They had a lot of fun, um, good experience for them. So. And that's the uh, six U boys that we took up there. We ended up getting two teams there. So that's uh, both teams we took up from the six U program this year. That's they cool. did great. Um, and we've got just at six year right now, this year we've got 38 kids. Like you mentioned wow. that growth. Yeah. So yeah. kudos to you guys for continuing to let us come yeah. on and, and push that. and and the community for getting out because it has really boomed. I mean, we started when I got involved a year and a half ago, two yeah. years ago, we had 11 kids in the program and, mm. you know, doing these tri hockey free events, we've been having what 40 to 60 ish kids yeah, cool. uh, out there mm. and, you know, getting them not only straight into hockey, but yeah. you know, we've got learn to skate, learn to play that Optimus yeah. ice arena puts on too. I think, I think a lot of the credit needs to go to you guys. Uh, we've seen you coach, and work with these kids. It's not an easy sport to coach uh, at all. Uh, time. The kids hear you. Video of the last track, you for free. Okay. Some of the older kids coming out helping the younger kids and stuff. And that's cool. Is H Hudson Griswold in any of these pictures? Yeah. So he was in that uh, the one with the, all the kids in the red jerseys there. So um, I don't know if we got any other ones of him on there. So he is back right in the second row okay. there. So. Now, do your kids wear the same numbers that you wore when you played? <laughs> yeah. Coincidentally enough, he does. Yes, yeah, both, of mine, both of mine did. So, so. There's the six U kids at a uh, jamboree from earlier this year, um, you know, playing. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we've got a phenomenal group of coaches mm -hmm. at 6 and 8 you know, all throughout the organization. But, you know, with the growth and numbers, we've been adding to the coaching staff tremendously yeah. to try and get that ratio, you know, yeah. of, of skill development down to you know two three to one kids to coaches so so, so on some of these uh six u eight u teams how many how many kids normally fill out a, a typical hockey team at that age at that age it really varies i mean yeah. we're playing most uh jamborees or games are four on four some okay. are three on three it just depends like up in traverse city it was all four on four for all yeah. six yeah. u and eight u uh eight u included goalies so you got to add you know another couple kids there but you know, we're getting close to the point, you know, when we were younger, there was a house program where we had a draft and we'd have four, six, eight teams mm -hmm. pretty much all the way throughout. And then, you know, we'd have travel on top of it. So yeah. if we keep growing at this clip, we and might adding kids. Be back to being able to do that again. That would so. be that would be awesome. If you like hotel swimming pools, you'll <laughs> love hockey. <laughs> no, and you guys will, you know, you grew up playing. Yeah. Um, those are as important as some of the those moments is as important as some of that time on the ice, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, some of, I mean, our friends and stuff, you know, a couple of guys that were in my wedding were guys I played hockey with, yeah. you know, from, you know, real little. So you make lifelong friends, you know, I know my mom is still friends with, mm -hmm. you know, the parents that I played hockey with, you know, they, you know, you just build that friendship yeah. and that family bond with everybody when you play hockey. Def definitely yeah. a different bond than any of the other sports I played for sure. Yeah, yeah and kids that, uh, they're playing college hockey or yeah. even pro hockey out of Jackson. They all started at Jaha. Yep. Yeah, yes, sure. they did. The Mazer kid. Yep. For yes. sure. He's yeah. 
exceptional. Yes. The real deal, as they say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he? I, I don't know much about the history of hockey in Jackson, but he's got to be probably top to ever come out at this point, or am I missing uh, someone? I, I'd say biggest prospect. I mean, yeah, Cam, Steve Camper still of uh, course, in of course, the NHL. Yeah. Of course, you know, was with the Bruins for a long time and, and a couple other organizations, but but touted um, like this. I mean, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been turning up what Rookie of the Month a couple times, yeah, and, and yeah. so. Yeah, it's exciting. I think, you know, that helps. You know, For kids sure. get excited about it. Plus, he's in the Wings organization. Yeah. So, um, it'll be cool to see where the next couple of years takes him. Yeah, and maybe this is the year the United States uh, catches up to Canada because all the outdoor rinks up north, uh, they couldn't, uh, <laughs> couldn't <laughs> freeze them. It was a really bad outdoor <laughs> rink season, that's really for sure. Yeah, None of us were able to have them for more than a couple of days. So, uh, Just show up in your street clothes for this? Yep. Yeah, we've got uh, going to have a ton of parents and coaches yeah. there. We've got what fifty-ish sets yeah, 50, of equipment. Fifty-ish sets of equipment, but we also have you know skates and helmets for more than that. Mm -hmm. So you know, show up with you know, glo you know, just some winter gloves, you know, sweatshirt, long pants stuff. Um, so that way, if you know we run out of equipment, we can still get you on the ice and get you to try hockey mm -hmm. for free. Um, it's going to be this Saturday at Optimus Ice Arena, eleven thirty. Um, Optimist is providing, um, helping us with the ice and the rental skates problem. Jaha has all the equipment and everything. So yeah. and Optimist, like he said, does have plenty more helmets as well. So, yeah. and we've got a lot of people that are, you know, legacy hockey families or friends with mm -hmm. with hockey families that we're, we'll help provide equipment to open it up to as many people in the community as possible right. that that don't have any equipment. So yeah, you might, uh, you know, through the network, you're yeah. not going to probably have to go buy elbow pads right, right. for the season. I'm right. sure someone's got those right. for you. Yep. So we can do that. Nice thing is, is, you know, the weekend, you know, it's this Saturday, but then the following week, um, Optimus starts their uh, learn to skate program. Okay. So if you like it and you're like, oh, I want to play next year, but you know, we need to get some more time in, those opportunities are gonna be right there for you to sign up that day um, and go on to, you know, continue your hockey career. Yeah, and uh, it's one of the few places you can get uh, French fries and nachos at nine o'clock in the morning. That's very delicious. Thanks to Melody Trap. Yeah, and I will say I think they have one of the best burgers in town. Everyone as well, says so. that. I've never tried the burger there. You'll have to. I'm going yeah. to. Their burger is good, and their popcorn. I think out of all the ice rink popcorn that I've had, I think they <laughs> might have some of the best popcorn. Yeah, the burger is legendary, but I it, is. it is. I've never. I will next Very time. extensive. You can <laughs> get a spaghetti dinner on some days. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You never know. Yeah. It's like, so how, how about your family? You've got uh, Hudson. Yep. I've got Hudson and then uh, I've got my younger one that is about to turn three, uh, Ridge, and then uh, my daughter, Brooklyn. Um, she skates, but yeah. she's, she's not playing hockey, but uh, I think Ridge will definitely be into it. Mm -hmm. I'll probably have him out there Saturday, have uh, one of my friends or something deal with him or we're up and run stuff but because he's uh he's itching to get out there and, and mom has to chase him around the rink uh, all the time right now when we're out there so you guys uh i think i know the answer to this just from knowing you both for about a year do you uh like coaching more or did you like playing hockey more i i enjoy the coaching piece i mean in and i think a lot of that has to do with the development and just the numbers yeah. and, and yeah. coaches and stuff i mean i still still play we both still play you know and that's it's definitely fun but you know that's adult league hockey yeah. and, and this is you know i remember how fun it was like yeah. he talked about the bonds and relationships yeah. before so uh it's fun experience that and seeing the kids yeah i'd say the coaching for me i mean this weekend you know my son's team they finally bought into a lot of the things that we've been teaching them all year and they were so successful even you know even though they lost three games they're super close mm -hmm. you know they're like one two goal losses that 
and they just bought in and they had so much fun all the kids yeah. and they've been you know working so hard for the season so it was it was a great experience for them so we're pretty lucky to have two uh sheets of ice uh yes mm -hmm. that make hockey so accessible to people in this community yeah it is yeah it's, it's nice. important that we keep that with you know with the growth that we're experiencing mm -hmm. so um get on out there experience hockey um we're looking forward to seeing a lot of new new faces out there this weekend. Yeah, how about, so uh, l let me ask you again about mm -hmm. the girls team. Are you still looking to add to that particular oh, yes. team, yes. that yes. age group? Yes. So what age is that uh, CNB team? So the eight, um, they're eight and under. Okay. Um, so most of the girls that are on that this year were 2015, 2016 birth year kids. Uh, we had one 2017, my daughter. Um, so we're looking to add to that, um, keep it growing. Uh, they're going to go to compete the state um, cup here in a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, we're just hoping cool. to grow the girl program and keep it going. And I know we got quite a few girls signed up for this tracky for free um, Saturday, and we're always looking for more. That's cool. And, and there are girls throughout the rest of the program as well. Yeah, so it's just, sure. you know, when we kind of started this up, got to get that core couple first year birth years sure. and, and keep growing it from there to keep the momentum going. Because mm -hmm. we used to have one heck of a of a girls team back mm. in the day too mm. so yeah. well, I think it's intimidating you know for kids uh, yeah. to pick up something like that just and, and your kid might cry the first day but the next day you know he's he's looking forward to it it just yeah. mm -hmm. takes getting used it's to it like any any sports at this age but yeah have you ever met anyone any child that knew how to skate before they even stepped onto the ice or do most people really have to learn to skate I mean most of them have to learn how to skate it's typically your your legacy hockey families, yeah. you know, or, or coaches that are out there that, you know, even even their kids, you know, take some adjustment and stuff. Yeah. But, um, you know, those are the ones that are typically on the ice at two, three years old. So, um, but that's that's not the norm. Yeah. So, well, it's great that we have uh, leaders like you making sure the program is successful. All the coaching and volunteering that you guys do, we appreciate it. And thanks for coming in today. Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks so much again yeah. for the support. Yeah, thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Uh, try hockey for free. And uh, if you want to see what it's all about, just uh, just show up. And you'll even help lace the skates. Oh, oh, yes. oh yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. We'll have coaches and parents there that now are seasoned veterans the last yep. couple of years. They'll be helping them get ready. So Great. awesome. Well, thank you guys again. Always good to see you. And we look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Tyler Griswold and Nick Schneider from Jaha. It's Try Hockey for free this Saturday. More of The Morning Show right after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to the morning show. Uh, police in Anchorage, Alaska got a call from a concerned citizen who said there's a pig, a pig? on the side of the road that looks cold. So the uh, police uh, went and uh, picked up the pig in the patrol car and um, returned the pig to uh, their rightful owner. Is that pig wearing a tie? It might be because the pig, guess what the pig's name is? Elvis Pigsley. No. Yes. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Elvis Unbelievable. Pigsley looked cold standing on the side of the road. You know so what? <laughs> I agree with this, this whole story. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a great idea. Anchorage. 
So he was very happy to get uh, <laughs> right home <laughs> in the police car. Jeez. Uh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful news. Hey, tomorrow, you're not going to believe this. Jacob Innocencio, Chris Cook, Bobby Rozak, Ben Jones, Jim Dolson, all right here. Wow. Does that seem real to you? <laughs> sounds, yeah. It sounds exciting. It does. I can't wait. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait. And uh, later today, we invite you to tune in as we have the uh, Michigan State Police Post Commander, mm. Lieutenant Kevin Rod, with us. Uh, Al Mellinger from uh, Marketplace Mana, Monica Pierce, principal at uh, Jackson High, and then uh, a yeah, couple of Girl Scouts. Cookie time. You want to? You might want to be around because usually they bring boxes I'm and boxes of free cookies. I'm excited to hear from Monica and Christy about the Ambassador Dinner Auction. Mm -hmm. We attend that every year. It's a great time. Um, they're. Um, they're valedictorians and honor students. I always love and uh, mm -hmm. love to hear from them and see where they are going to school. It's always uh, uh, proud to see all of all of these students go across the country to these high-level uh, higher yeah. education institutions. Well, Monica is uh, happy about one of her students who got a Black Excellence Award, a Mylan Weatherspoon, who was on our show yeah. a couple weeks ago. Clothing designer. Yeah, Mylan, uh, a great guy, and uh, he actually gave us a couple of his. Uh, his shirts, so that was very nice of uh, Mylan. So yeah, a lot of great things happening. Good to see uh, the entrepreneurship honored at the uh, Black Excellence Awards. Uh, don't forget today, the Jackson College Music Program is presenting a free concert at the Michigan Theater at seven o'clock featuring the Jackson College Community Concert Band and the Jazzy Jets, which uh, should be a great show. It's free, free popcorn, free pop. Can't beat that tonight at the Michigan Theater. You have anything more? I don't have anything more. Have a great day. You too.